Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. What is up, everybody? Got a great topic today. We are going to talk about geofarming, owning a neighborhood. Isn't that what every real estate agent wants? No one wants to see that sign of a competitor go up on your street or worse yet, right next door. So we're going to hit geofarming today, a brief overview, and then we're going to talk about door knocking scripts, which is one great way to own it, own a neighborhood. This is week four or five of our agent scripts and dialogues. Uh, if you want to catch up, uh, go back to our YouTube channel. Just look up Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor on YouTube. So, hey, let's uh, do some introductions here. I am Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar, and I run a team called the 21 Mike Team. 555 units last year, Tony. Uh, good enough for second place, which I always say second place is just the first loser. But so uh, coming to you today, uh, the first loser for Century 21 in teams. And uh, Tony Geraci, broker owner of Homestar, is here as well. Oh, by the way, if you want to reach me, Mike at 21mike.com is the best way. Tony is available for agents and um, uh, people alike, anyone who wants to talk real estate, Tony loves to text. So hit him up at 216-374-1269. Uh, Tony, say hello. And uh, real quick, just I know it's uh, it's kind of like bragging time, not bragging time, but just you know, telling the world how well we did last year. So I'll give no, you a second great, here to do that. Great year. All of our agents, uh, you know, uh, as a whole, we outperform where we thought we'd be over 2,500 sales and uh, over 12 million in commission and about wow. uh, 500,000 in value, 500 million, I'll say half a billion dollars worth of real estate just, just in our office. So that's congratulations to all of our agents that did that. You know, I'm just <laughs> the one that sits back and helps you. Right. I was gonna say, and, <laughs> you do and all the there. hard work. I just throw in my, my two cents, which I love to do. Yeah, no, you're there coaching, saving deals, you know, helping people stay out of trouble. Uh, Tony, how many agents are there right now? And uh, what parts of Ohio are we covering with Century 21 We're, Homestar? Uh, a little over 500 agents. That's kind of our sweet spot. That's where we want to be. I'm not uh, as a, you know, just like agents as uh, you can only handle so many clients before there's that law of diminishing returns. This is our sweet spot. This is where we want to be uh, there. So we're really this year concentrating on agents growth. And uh, we have agents all over the state now, you know, all over Northeast Ohio, all the way to Pennsylvania all the way to Sandusky, Akron, Canton, and we have a few dozen in Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, Athens. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're spreading out there, especially COVID sped that up too. Yeah, that, yeah, right, right. So anyone listening, any Ohio real estate needs, you know, please keep Homestar in mind. And as uh, the 21 Mike team, we can help you everywhere from Columbus North. So, all right, let's get into this topic with enough with introductions and congratulating ourselves on a great year. Let's talk about 2022. And the topic, of course, is geo farming, owning a neighborhood, specifically door knocking scripts. So, Tony, what I wanted to do first, uh, I know a lot of people hear this term geo farming and they don't really know what it is. So, I'm going to give a quick definition. I'm going to rattle off a list of things you can do to geo farm. And I'll open it up to you. I think I have them all covered, but I'm, you know, there might be something I'm forgetting. So we'll add on to that definition and then we'll get specifically into what you say when you go door knocking. And by the way, guys, if you are one of those people who's saying, oh, Mike, I don't want to knock on doors. That's so 1950s uh, fuller brush salesman -y. 
get with it because that is the best, most effective way to contact people. Maybe not the most efficient in a number of people you contact, but if you want to own a neighborhood and you don't want to see that competitor sign on your street or next door, I'm telling you, do it. It's incredibly effective. I have a teammate who's doing it. So geofarming is all about owning a neighborhood. First thing I want to tell you is check your neighborhood out and see what the turnover rate is. Okay. The turnover rate is if you've got a hundred houses, there better be at least seven that get sold every year. That's a 7% turnover rate. Anything less reconsider, maybe do a different neighborhood. Uh, anything 7% or over is fantastic though. That means seven homes are going to get sold in your neighborhood. How many are you going to get? Real quick list of things you can do to geofarm. There's mail, regular postcards, uh, letters, cards, snail mail, your signs. Every time you do something in the neighborhood, whether it's an open house, something for sale, garage sale signs. I have a bunch of garage sale signs, Tony, that have my team name on it. And whenever people in my neighborhood are having a garage sale, I'm offering up my signs to point the way to where their garage sales are. Events, block parties, digital marketing. You can do a Google ad that targets around a very specific area. There's sponsorships, you know, maybe you sponsor the block party or whatever event that might be going on locally. There's email marketing. Did you know there's ways to get the email addresses for virtually everyone in your neighborhood? We could get into that later, but email marketing is still a fantastic, efficient way to market. And you can do it specific to your neighborhood where you're giving them great content about what's going on in a blog, on Facebook, on nextdoor.com. And then there's also the schools and the events at school. So that's kind of my comprehensive list, Tony. Anything I, that you think I might have left out or anything you want to elaborate on, on what uh, comprises geofarming? No, that's good. I you know I'm just uh, love to throw in some ideas on how to connect with those people different ways. So we're going to hit primarily door knocking today. But if you have mm -hmm. any quick comments on any of that stuff, now, obviously, you can't do it all at once. But the idea here, just like everything else we teach, Tony, is do one thing, master it, then do another thing, master it, and keep adding to the list of things that you're doing, right? Right. Well, one thing, I mean, I'll throw in here because you might add to it. As I'm just quick on the mail, um, have you used, I know agents, I haven't had anybody talk to me in a re recently about uh, everydoordirect.com. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I don't, I haven't used it though. Tell yeah. Us about so there's it. ways the post office and the postal system is trying to get people to use more mail. So they have a system uh, called, I believe it's called every door direct. I'm, I'm, it's just missing. I'm almost positive. That's what it is. And you could pick certain streets, certain areas, and it's a lot cheaper. So it's bulk rate, even better because you're specifically, you know, they're mailing out of a specific post office only to a certain number of uh, certain street. Also, back to door knocking, just an idea. I always tell agents, if you're door knock, I think if you put your car on the street, put it somewhere where people could see it. They like know you're on the street. Like you, you own that street that day. If you have like a cul-de-sac or if you have a busy street or if it's your, your street starts at the end, at the beginning of a major street, park your car with your signs on it, you know, a realtor on duty in the area or something like that. So every time you go door knocking, they might not see you because you go to their door, but they, everybody in and out of that neighborhood for the two hours or three hours you're there will see your car and know that you're in that area. That's, uh, I think that's a good idea. One of yeah, I love it, Tony. So you're hitting on the first thing I wanted to touch on is that in your neighborhood, if people don't even know you're an option, there's no way you're going to get the business. They have to know you're an option. So 
it's things like wearing your 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 gear, your your company gear. It's having cards handy all the time. Maybe putting that logo and uh, magnets or wrap on your vehicle. I love all these things. And then of course, when you get the opportunity to put up the signs, you should become a household name in that neighborhood. That's what geo farming is all about. Now we know that sometimes dialing the phone, while we love it, you know, Tony, you and I talk about it all the time. We know that can be tough and it's harder to get conversions. It's harder to get people to talk to you. It's much easier for people to be mean to you on the phone, right, Tony? And and I know that's the objection a lot of agents give me. It's like, oh, Mike, I hate when they hang up on me. It's a lot harder for them to be mean to you in person. Right. That's why. It, exactly. If they're coming to the door, they're they're definitely uh, there's not too many people that are going to be there. You're going to might get a few, but that. But also, um, if you catch it at the right time, like that's why I always say door knocking when you have a listing, that's you have a reason to go and you're telling them why you're there, not just trying to find business from them, but you're spreading the word and having something of value to give them like a, a marketing report of what you think the house values are in the area, uh, what's been selling. You got to give them something of value. I thought you might be interested in what your home values are worth. That's that's right. So one of the things we didn't mention is, you know, look out for neighborhood policies on no solicitation. But remember, as we talk about all the time, it's if we're delivering something of value, if we're not really selling, then that might be a loophole to allow you to go door to door. Hey, I'm just here to introduce myself. I'm your neighbor. I want you to know I'm also a realtor. And if you ever have any real estate needs, here's my card. Here's a refrigerator magnet, something that might live a little longer. So that's a nice segue into our first script, Tony, is that if they don't even know you're an option, how about just a quick introduction? Hey, my name's Mike. I'm not selling anything. Don't worry. Uh, I'm with Century 21. I live right down the street from you and I've never met you. And I'm just, uh, this year, my mission is just to at least meet everyone in my neighborhood. How about just a quick introduction? You're not selling anything. You're just offering, like you said, a potential home value and just being a resource for, for people. As realtors, I heard a coach say this once at one of our C21 events, Tony. He said that if your clients are going on Google to find a landscaper, to find an accountant, then you failed. You should be Google for your clients. They should be saying, oh, I should call Tony and see who he recommends for staging, for photos, for lawn care, for everything. You should be Google for your clients. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Definitely, if there's any services that drop off or mail stuff to your house, local places that you could go, that you're saying, again, like I always use the example, any local restaurants that are not uh, big chains, but mom and pop type restaurants, and you say, hey, I'm about to door knock in this area for my business. Would you Do you have a coupon or something you'd like me to drop off while I have it to give them something of value? Who's not going to say, here, here's a hundred. I'll print some out for you. <laughs> Just hand those it. out. So you could make your own kind of coupon book, kind of local thing. Yep. And uh, people, uh, you know, if you do it consistently, people will look forward to it. Like, well, wow, I, you come, uh, he or she comes by once a quarter and they bring these coupons. You know, yep. I'm looking for those. 
Now, I'm of the opinion that if you're going to be door knocking, you might as well leave something if, if they're not home. You know, you're there anyway, instead of paying the mail carrier, paying the printer, the post office, you know, you're there anyway, have something of value to, to drop off. I think I love the coupon idea, Tony. Um, we've got some, we've got the chat blowing up here. Michael's got a couple of scripts. He's getting ahead of us. He already knows about some of these. Uh, but, you know, I love that initial introduction slash something of value script. You know, we won't get into too much detail on that. It's obvious you're there, you're not selling anything. Uh, but the next one I love is the, you know, house just listed, house just sold script. Okay. So again, you're not necessarily selling anything. So I think that gets around the solicitation, uh, but just simply updating people about what's going on in their neighborhood. And I do the same thing on Nextdoor, on my Facebook local group. I have a, I created the Facebook group for Ethan's Green, which is my neighborhood. And I put market updates there. So I do my little videos. I, I've gotten listings from it. You know, just someone seeing, oh, Mike really knows this area. I should contact him about listing my property. But the house just listed, house just sold script is awesome. You know, telling people, hey, I'm just here to notify you about this. And then throwing in that, that question, uh, Michael's got it perfect there. Do you have any plans of, of making a move this year? Um, I love that script as well. Anything to add, Tony? No, that's great. And I like the one about the, the no solicitation. With that, I always tell agents, that's your judgment. I just like calls. I mean, I've yet, I mean, this is my opinion and my experience. I've yet to see an article or someone tell me about an agent that got in trouble for uh, door knocking when they have permission, like a, a permit from the city and or cold calling or calling people do not call us because I, I think we're, we're on the edge. My opinion, I'm not an attorney, but <laughs> my opinion, we're not selling something. We're, we're offering a service and they don't pay us unless they need that service. Not like we're not selling, you know, uh, vacuum cleaners or beauty products or something that they could buy today. They either need us or not. And if we're giving them information about what we're really just going door to door to give you information here here's what's going on in your neighborhood here's my card if you ever need my services move on so yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a low 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 pressure sale if you want to even consider it yeah face it we're not there convincing someone hey it's time to sell your house i mean that just doesn't happen it's kind of like I think calling us real estate salespeople is a misnomer because when we're showing houses, it's not like we're there saying, oh, you want to buy this house, don't you? You know, that doesn't happen. The house has to sell itself. It has to meet the, the buyer's needs. So again, I think if we're coming from that place of delivering information, you know, again, if you're going to make calls or if you're going to door knock, be careful. I'll tell you a quick story, Tony. Uh, I was door knocking with a teammate. We were in a neighborhood that we didn't know it, but there was a no solicitation ordinance. And uh, someone called the police on us and the police car cruised up to us and we uh, talked to them and it was, Hey, what's up? You know, we didn't realize we were doing anything wrong. And they said, well, you know, this neighborhood has a no solicitation ordinance. And we said, Oh, well, you know what? We were just finishing up, but you know, by the way, we weren't soliciting. We were just inviting people to an open house. And the cop was very pleasant. He said, no problem. Just, you know, probably not a good idea when people start calling the police on you. So, you know, you probably ought to stop. No problem. We were done anyway. And that is another great script. So when you do get that listing, uh, door knocking to invite people to an open house is a great script, in my opinion. Uh, there's a guy... Uh, Kevin Ward, who does a great script on this, if you look him up on YouTube, and it's basically, you're basically inviting people to a party, you know, especially if you're having some uh, food or beverages or whatever, if it's an evening open house, that's especially nice. Um, I like making it special. 
So if you're having an open house before the open house, that's just for neighbors. Now you're inviting them to a special party, you know, so maybe your open house is from noon to three and from noon to one is only the neighbors. Come on in, check out the house, chat me up, have some cookies and that you're inviting them to a party. And then you throw in Mike, Michael's line about, yeah, any chance you're making a move this year, anything to add, Tony? No, that's great. I love it. The inviting them. That's it's, it's not selling something. It's low pressure. And uh, also they you're trying to help their neighbor, hopefully a friend or at least an acquaintance to them sell their house. And they don't they don't want to yell at you. So you go back and go, hey, your neighbor two doors down just really doesn't <laughs> doesn't want to help you sell your house. You yelled at me for stopping by. I don't think many neighbors will will do that. Yeah. Tony, you always talk about how you use the neighbor thing to your advantage, you know, or how you coach agents to, to do that. Um, I, I hope, hopefully you know what I'm talking about here where you actually, you know, your script is something like, Hey, you know, um, your neighbor down the street is selling. And, uh, I promised them I would talk to people to try to help with the sales process. Do you, do you know which script I'm talking about? Yeah. So basically I usually say like, Hey, uh, hi, you know, if they know their name, it's like, um, Mr. And Mrs. I'm helping Mr. and Mrs. Jones sell their home down the street. We just put it on the market. We're having an open house this Sunday. They wanted me to go door to door and introduce myself to the neighbors just to see, give them first uh, look, just because you as a neighbor might have a friend, relative, child, parent that might want to live next to you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that this house is up for sale before it hits the complete market and all everybody else. So they're just seeing if you, you have anybody interested in the house. So when you're saying they told me to come to your house to try to help you with something that you might need I think that cut or uh, cuts the ice or what? <laughs> yeah, definitely a good icebreaker. Uh, and definitely, or, you know, uh, yeah. it's people uh, off on a good note that you're just trying to help them and your neighbors are asking you to do it. Yeah. Um, a lot of good suggestions coming up in the chat. We'll circle back after we stop recording and, and talk about a couple of things. Cause there's some good questions here too. Real quick, just to address one of the questions, you know, as far the legality of things when it comes to door knocking, phone calling, you know, again, we don't want to give legal advice, you know, please do your own due, due diligence. But in general, when you're coming from a place of giving of service, not soliciting, I think that's the best approach. Now, could someone still, you know, file a complaint against you or call the police on you? Absolutely. So all you can do is practice the way that's safest, it, likely to generate the least amount of resistance that you can. And ultimately, we can't just hide out in our houses and say, well, I'm not going to door knock because someone may call the police on me. That story that Mike told about the police cruiser pulling up to him scared me too much. Um, it's funny, uh, my teammate Ryan, who does a ton of door knocking, is, is jumping on here. But you can't just be afraid of that. You just handle those situations as they come up and make sure you're doing things the best way possible. Tony, I know you always like to put on the broker hat and do a legal disclaimer. So why don't you do that real quick? And then right. uh, I'm going to make one more comment. <laughs> always check, you know, you're welcome to check with, uh, if it's interesting when homes are just always check with me. I'll give you my, my tips of that. But I, I always say it's number one, check with the city. Just check with the city and their requirements or at uh, first. Uh, and if you, the, some agents get a permit, you know, actually physical like piece of paper so they can show it to people uh, if, if people ask for it. But it's again, it's the pros way outweigh any possible con. To yeah. That. Yeah. So I'm going to throw out a couple ideas, a couple from the chat and a couple that I've seen done and that I've personally done. Uh, 
you know, someone is mentioning about, hey, is it illegal to inv invite people to a block party? No, I think that any opportunity you have to have a one-on-one -on -one interaction with people in a neighborhood, that's a great way to geo farm. So inviting to an event, inviting to- well, uh, Let me let me uh, jump right in there. Some fair housing, you got to invite everybody or within a certain row. You can't like, uh, if your neighbor goes, well, I don't want to invite those neighbors down, those five neighbors, this five, no, either the whole street. I mean, you could stop geographically. You don't have to invite- 500 houses, but you can't like have a uh, hundred houses and like only invite 60 of them in, in your hand pick you or your, your sellers hand picking. Don't invite these 40 people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You have some fair housing issues. I agree. Uh, I like that. I like the gifts. Um, I like the gift idea, little notepads, you know, whatever, you know, I'm here just to drop off a little gift and, you know, offer my services today. Uh, offer market update, whatever it is that you're that you're that you're giving. Uh, if you're dialing a neighborhood, I think that specific door knocking can be effective too. So I think someone mentioned this in the chat there. You know, when you get someone who's thinking about selling, following up with a door knock. Hey, I just thought you might be interested in this market update I just produced. Actually, giving them a printed copy of it. You know, and guys, if you're not doing at least a monthly market update for your neighborhood farm, you're missing the boat because that can be repurposed. For so many things, you could do a quick video. You could put it on your your groups like Nextdoor, Facebook, etc. And such a great way to stay in touch with your neighborhood with something of value. Um, and you know, like Bradford mentioned, having something to leave, I think, is so critical. You know, because if, if if you're there anyway, having a piece of paper, something that's valuable, recent sales in the neighborhood, whatever it may be, uh, and that would uh, you, you might as well do it. I, why pay for the for the postage? I've got Bradford wanting me to come to Wisconsin and door knock with him. I would love to, but uh, all right. So Tony, let's let's wrap this up. Any kind of uh, encapsulating statement here for door knocking? I think any excuse to like give back to the community and give something of value is a great script. And I think you should be door knocking at least three or four times a year in your neighborhood. Right. And if you go door knock, even though the, if they don't come to the door and you leave something and they get it and you do it consistently a couple times a year, over over years, over more, it puts you in their neighborhood. They know that you're walking around. They know who you are, uh, that advertising. But it, it puts you ahead of all those other agents that are calling and emailing and mailing things because they go, well, this person actually walks. So if you do all of those things, making some calls occasionally, doing some mailers, uh, you know, emails, if you can get the emails, so social networking, you know, target ads in certain areas, and uh, you door knock too on top of it, then it just covers your all your bases and puts you ahead of those other people. Very cool. Well, hey, we're going to wrap up this recording. I do want to mention the audio goes on a, our podcast, Free Beer and Real Estate. So if you like to just listen to audio here or you want to catch up on some past episodes, not only can you go to YouTube, Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor, but you can also hit us up on the podcast, Free Beer and Real Estate, which is pretty cool if you ask me. All right, Tony, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, next week is our final session on scripts and that's going to be the open house script. Like I uh, started off saying so many open houses, you know, I'll, I'll go into an open house and I can't believe how ineffective the agent is there because they're not asking the right questions. They're not engaging people. You're there to sell the house and you're there to get leads, right? So we'll talk next week about better open house script. That's great. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, thanks, All right. Tony. We hope you enjoyed free beer 
and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Join us next time when Mike and Tony discuss scripts for open houses. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.